There we go. Excellent. Everyone's Take here. Your song, touch me. <laughs> How could this show get any gayer? With wigs, wigs, and a handful of slightly dubious impressions. Are you in? Girl, the shade, the shade of it all. I am what? Sick me. Oh, the fracking? Ah! I've had it officially. Choices. Your tone seems very pointed right now. I can't stress enough how cheap these wigs were. And to you I say, buckle up, bitches. You're playing PlayStation. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm doing. I don't know this about me, Tom, but I'm very heterosexual. Mm. Are you playing FIFA, are you? <laughs> Call of Duty. In cel- no, I'm playing NASCAR in celebration of them banning the Confederate flag. Uh, excellent. What a way to celebrate. Oh, she's frozen. Oh, no, she hasn't. She blinked. <laughs> Sphinx-like. <laughs> no, I was pensive. You didn't move at all. And then, pensive, and then... I, was, I was listening oh, and I was died. pensive. <laughs> I thought that was it. You just had a massive heart attack. <laughs> Live on Zoom. But yet, but yet I died knowing my light. <laughs> <laughs> on your good side. <laughs> yeah. Give her, look, give her credit. When she had the stroke, it was on her bad side. <laughs> Just trying to even things out. Uh, finished her off, but that was only the beginning of the journey. The, oh, yeah. we're a real thing. We got a sting. We got a name. Welcome to Conversations on K. <laughs> mm, or cock for short. Cock for short. And you know what? It's a big one, so it's a hard cock tonight. Hello. Nothing short about it. Uh, this is a, 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 a loving and yet aware critique of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars because we can. Brought to you by Big Diva Energy. I'm Holly Morgan and my husband Tom is also here. Hello. And of course we are joined by the eponymous cock herself, Ruben Kay. Hey babe. Give it to Shake Kool-Aid, send everyone home. <laughs> we... Stop wasting everyone's time. <sighs> it is sort of feeling a little bit like that. <laughs> well, let's look at the top three. It's going to be Shake Kool-Aid. It's going to be Miss Crack and it'll be... Who's the Who third? else do we think? Juju, I think. Jujubee, exactly mm-hmm. right, correct. You mm-hmm. are correct. Which is the you top three the I would prize. have chosen. Yeah. But Miss Cracker, I don't know. Looks like she's cracking. Oh, fracking under oh. the pressure, like RuPaul. <laughs> um, There's no pressure on RuPaul to frack. She does it all by herself. <laughs> so talk, talk to me about this. Miss Cracker is obviously a queen who has her own neuroses. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that her thinking sounds like nails on a chalkboard yeah. or, you know. She Nails can... down a nail. Father Emery board sensation because her synapse is firing. <laughs> what do we think about queens who need a bit more care? Let's say, let's use Laganja as a as a response. Let's say, let's say Miss Cracker, yeah, who are somewhat neurodiverse. Miss Cracker had a big rude awakening that she's difficult. Yes, right. Did you watch Untucked? Um, do you not know my process, Tom? By this, <laughs> I did not. No, please do elucidate. <laughs> let's. Let me enlighten you on how to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Go for it. Penned by R.K. <laughs> so, Tim, when you're watching <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race up until just before they announce who's lip syncing. 
Oh. Or when they announce who's lip syncing dependent. And then I watch Untucked. And then before Untucked is ended and announces the loser, sorry, the queen who goes home because there are no losers in the great story of life where we are all winners. <laughs> I All competition is violent. I then, and you know it. I then, <laughs> I then switch back to the original episode, see who who goes home and see who wins and then flip to the untuck for the exit interview. I for someone love that. so openly critical of this television program, you have <laughs> quite the process when it comes to watching it. I respect it. narrative, Tom. <laughs> Unlike World of Wonder, who seem to be thinking it's fine to just break it up willy-nilly. Look, if, if World of Wonder really, really respected narrative then they would consider doing the same and they would save they would save the who goes home for untucked at the end. Mm, uh, very true. But then and then be... if they'd force they'd force the viewership. But who am I? Just a queen in a basement <laughs> with half a lash hanging <laughs> off her face. Better to have half than none. But I mean they are pushing a narrative. They're pushing this they're pushing the cracker villain edit, I think, yeah, right? A little bit. And are we thinking that that feels a little bit um unkind? Unwarranted. Unwarranted. She's not a villain. Yeah. She's not a villain. She's not a bitch. She's just she just doesn't she just thinks too much and yet too little. Yeah. But the reason why I asked about Untucked as well is just because of the sort of, there's a bit more of a dive into that when it's just her and Alexis Mateo and who's the other one? Mariah. Was it Mariah? Mariah. Mm. And when the three of them were in that room and then it it felt to me a little bit too close to bullying. Like, I know that she Mm. potentially, well, they give the impression that she's not very easy herself and that she might be quite unpleasant to work with. But they were being, she. it was just her. It was two on one, and I don't know. I think at least Alexis like was saying some pretty real stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But also, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Mariah, maybe I I feel would be cutting, but I feel like Alexis wouldn't say things that weren't warranted. Mm. And if and she said by her own admission, like I get told I'm difficult a lot. Yeah. Well, then change change it. Yeah. Well, this is she really was... that ignorant? Is she really that ignorant of the effect what she says? Does what she say have a huge effect? Does well, she get told she's difficult all the time? If you get told you're difficult all the time, maybe look at your behaviour. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Absolutely, not everyone gets told that, do they? But also there's a sort of the conspiracy here, right? I... Is that she seemed very unperturbed by what I perceive to be some pretty real, real talk um, in that room. And she seemed quite fine with it. And then in her talking head uh alexis offered the idea that she thought there was a little bit of self uh self-editing self-producing going on with cracker which mm. would sort of chime yep. with this idea that she created that storyline out of nowhere almost because mm. she's yeah, like you said if you keep being told you're difficult just stop being so difficult yeah but the, as as we all have we've been having this conversation in the in the other part of the podcast is like is difficult another word for somebody who has a artistic statement and has a uh, a vision that they want to execute and yeah. there's a, maybe a bit of naysaying but also um and, and, the, and in the drag race world where every queen who know who's worth their salt is so hyper aware of the fact that they are watched yes. and they are edited yeah mm. yeah 
who creates which narrative. Yeah, very true. Because, I mean, why else did she bring up that... We- why did she say that to Angina at the beginning? I I, I should have brought some white out and put your name on it. That was totally unnecessary. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. we, we all open our mouths and say stupid stuff. And she said that that's what she'd done. But there were some other bits in the episode where they cut to her and she looked like this sort of... Especially when she was in that... Um, in drag later on. Oh, that... that the edits to her face. Ooh. Uh, uh, meme and gift worthy. Yeah, right. They just generated like nasty bully face. She looked like no. the mm. Wicked Witch of the West, sort of glowering over. I, I just feel like she's she's uh, like a lot of queens, like a lot of performers, like a lot of us, a, a massive introvert posing as a giant extrovert. Yeah, and in some ways, her 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 uh, showbiz persona is. Writing checks that her internal psyche can't catch, mm-hmm. mm. and and I think bringing that onto a, a global TV show, especially All Stars, where the yeah. pressure is on, yeah, that has put all of that under a microscope for all of us to see, yeah. And whether she can overcome that or embrace it, narrative of the season. Narrative oh. of the season. Hence why that's why she'd be in your top three. Is it? You want to see that that lovely arc. Yeah, also, like, for me, the rest of the other queens are just a touch bleh. She's still got some comedy chops. Yeah, she's still funny. I mean, that I know, Miss Cracker, if you're nasty and I'm disgusting, is still one of the funniest, for me, off-the-cuff remarks from a queen on the runway. Like, she's got it. Um, but yeah, is is and oh my god, am I about to quote RuPaul? Is her inner saboteur going to get in the way? Or her you know chronic mental health issues as the case may be or again indeed yeah. just an idea of like her um her persona her her concept of herself as an artist and if that is if being difficult is what she needs is is code for oh you're always you know so what you're making everything about you yes that's not nice socially no no one wants to be around that but like maybe that's what she needs to do to make sure she stands out i don't know mm. Just playing devil's avocado. I think it's very interesting what you say about um, her viewpoint of herself as an artist. Because you know how the, how the queens come on and they always somehow talk about their persona in the third person of she's sassy and she's this yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. other bitch. But it's like, okay, that's fine. But you're talking about someone's attitude as opposed to their core political belief or their core politic mm-hmm. um, and the way they view the world. And that's really what helps someone be at peace with not just them, their character, but themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a lot of queens, I think a lot of queens lack that because they don't think about the queens as someone with a viewpoint as opposed to someone who is just um, someone sassy who's, who performs someone else's material. That's why queens like Sasha Valua and Bianca and Bob and uh, have and Sharon have won it because they're like I know exactly who the, my drag character is exactly yeah that's something I, I guess I'm, I'm interested in as well Reeves like uh, because you perform a under your own name but you perform a heightened version of your personality when you're in your cabaret persona is there an extent do you think to which there is a, a fracturing of the psyche sometimes when you have um, it's when you can distance yourself and go, oh, that's the character, that's Ms. Cracker, as opposed to. 
Well, when it comes to me personally, I always say uh, nothing reflects as much light as a broken mirror. Oh, beautiful. Stunning. So in many ways, I'm, I'm literally pre-coming right now. <laughs> just that phrase. Just that much. Um, I, I, look, a fracturing of the side, I think, I don't know, because I have never had the pressure of being in a show like RuPaul's Drag Race, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think any of us have had that level of exposure uh, and broadcasting of our own yeah. voice. So yeah. pressure to say something, pressure from the fans to deliver, um, pressure on the nation to not embarrass yourself, uh, and being given a mouthpiece. Mm. I mean, how many of these queens come out of this show and have a mic stuck in their face? I'm like, oh, I didn't even know why I was going to have to say something yeah. of substance. Of substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah, the pressure to come in there as this fully formed product. And that's why, you know, when you see somebody like Shea Coulee, who is who is so good and so fully realised in everything, she's a little bit, I mean, I don't know how, how old she is, but she's she, she's old, young to be on All Stars, I'd say. But she has a maturity to her... Oh and a fully realised vision of what she wants to present, doesn't she? It's also the Alaska effect, um, right? It's yes, why in yes. All Stars 2, Alaska just walked in and the narrative for her had to be, oh, she nearly fell before the finish line, but it was just so fucking apparent she was going to win from day yeah. dot. And yeah. that it wasn't particularly interesting in that way, so they had to manufacture that interest, which yeah. was fine, because it's telly and we appreciated that. But we all knew she was going to win. It was so obvious. I mean, there was the lovely, like, Katia narrative coming up behind her and sort of really pulling out all the stops but mm. Alaska is a fully realised drag queen who's been working yeah. for decades now and is fully brilliant and fully immersed and, and yeah and maybe wasn't when she first appeared on Drag Race but definitely was by All Stars too. yeah and so yeah like when those people do come in they do look head and shoulders above the rest yeah it's the shame yeah as opposed to I can kick and twirl which as is... opposed to scaredy cat <laughs> just saying <laughs> Ah. Two weeks, was it? Uh, I think maybe three. That's being generous. That's being generous. So the other main players in the narrative then, let's discuss Ongina, because she was uh, attacked by by Cracker. <laughs> um, what did we uh, think? Oh, I mean, the, fi- the fight of the Jack Russells. <laughs> <laughs> it really was, wasn't it? And it's so sad because Ongina was just the happiest little man when she was up there dancing. <laughs> Wasn't she the happiest little man up there? She just looked thrilled to be there, didn't she? She did. And <sighs> the sad thing is, look at her drag. Look at the drag. Look, she was pulled out. And they're like, oh, you put some coin behind this. You yeah. put some thought behind this. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you're pulling out. But yeah. for me, when I saw her pull out her own name, oh, I, I just, that was honestly... It gave me the the absolute core of Drag Race feels because it, um, as a queer man, as a drag queen, as anyone who's ever felt um, oppression to to see someone who who also has been through so much mm. HIV positive broadcast that came out as that on national TV eleven years ago. Eleven years ago, to see them pull out their own name, yeah, yeah, oh that. That broke me for a solid for a solid night. Yeah, it was it was heartbreaking, and I think they were all so they that it, it gave them all the get out they were looking for, didn't it? Because it was like 
yeah, she's not as, her drag is not quite as, her, uh, that's not true. Her drag is, is totally elevated. Like her entrance look was amazing. But as from a performance point of view, she was rusty and she said that herself. And then she gave them all carte blanche, said, you know what, it's fine. I'm 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 happy to go home now. And they all went, Oh thank God. Right, okay. Well she said yeah. she doesn't want to be here, so it's okay that I've said that she has to go home it now. It won't be that easy next week. Mm-mm. Or from now on. Yeah. No. No. I mean Shea Coulee can slay a lip sync. That look she busted out, oh. that Diamante. Fuck the me. only one who actually took this idea of the skin you're in. Right. Right, yeah. Yeah. Instead of India Farah, who dressed as mother of the bar mitzvah boy at an ice skating rink. <laughs> what was it? It was like she'd done a sort of like Buffalo Bill meets United Colours of Benetton with a weird look. She was Jane thing. and the Calamity. <laughs> <laughs> I, but what I can't get over with India, I'm sorry, the face, I could stare at that face and the way she changes shape and dimension mm-hmm. and paints just slightly differently every day. But Shay with that diamond bodysuit, that diamond nude bodysuit, and then her lip sync was fierce. Ugh. But Alyssa, Alyssa can slay a lip sync. Why was she at a solid 50%? She handed it to her, didn't she? I feel like it felt very much like Alyssa was here from the network. <laughs> it was sort of like, yeah. hi, guys. Oh, the channel execs here. And then like to do her sort of like debrief interview with Ongina. Like she's so clearly on the payroll. Yeah. I fully I fully could have could seen them going like, do you know what, Alyssa, throw this one. And she was so excited yeah. to be there as well. When you saw her in the curtain, when, when she was still in boy drag and she had a little hat on <laughs> and she looked like MT Nosferatu and was just sort of like <laughs> creeping about <laughs> behind the curtain. <laughs> just so happy Matt, to be there. Alyssa Edwards, the Max Shrek of drag. <laughs> Uh, but just, just and then to... you could just see them just one of the producers going okay when you get out there we're going to need you to lose to Shay and her being like no <laughs> but that's that's not to say like I, I mean I, I do think she chucked she threw it but I also don't don't I, I think Shay would have won anyway oh yeah 100% like, Shay was fucking flawless but like even just the way that like the minute like the minute it started, Alyssa went to go to the back, like she always does, and to like set up on the thing. And Shay was and like, they call I'm it Alyssa's way Corner, don't they? <laughs> Isn't it called Alyssa's Corner? Because she famously used to go to that corner and stand on the corner. I, think, I don't know. Maybe I think I might have made that, that up. She but... always did. Yeah. There was a big, there was a big, there was a big rumor. There was a big rumor uh, a while ago that anyone, anyone who used the back of that corner, the back who used the set of yeah. the piece, won. Oh. oh, I see. A lot of the people who wouldn't, they would just stay front and center. They'd be like, meh. But somebody who goes to the back and starts using the set, can't take your eyes off them. So they would often win. And there was a the thing like, oh, well, Rue loves it when you use the use the environment. Or Get on the shit. back wall, start yeah. humping it like you're a, in the chorus of cats. You know what she doesn't like? You using off the stage. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Does not like that. But I just thought there was this definite moment, maybe I'm reading too much into it because it's Alyssa's corner in my head, uh, that... Alyssa, obviously, beat drops. She's straight back towards her corner. Yeah. Shay, right there before her, just gets up on the corner. And there was just this moment where Alyssa went, oh, no, <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah, exactly. Just sort of like yeah. bopped about a bit there for a bit. And then by the about halfway through the song, was like, I'll use the other corner. <laughs> yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> but we also what know I'm that... What I'm more interested about 
I mean, listen with Alyssa. Why does she still not know how to draw a lip? <laughs> why is it still, why is she still using a template from Slug? <laughs> but lip, no lip, no lip is just one flat line across <laughs> the kind of like emphasizes the, the underbite. It's very, I find it very, I find it fascinating. I yeah. find it like watching old videos of the Hindenburg <laughs> at 3 a.m. <laughs> How can something so disastrous be so beautiful? Yeah. And can I say, the thing about Alyssa always is the hair never matches the outfit. No. <laughs> She's like why one of those. Her outfit, why was her outfit uh, Harlequ Harlequin? <laughs> From Suicide Squad, yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah. And why was her hair like Barbarella. full real Barbarella slash real estate agent? I will sell this house today. <laughs> <laughs> She's almost like one of those things where we used to play them uh, as a kid and you'd twist the thing and they'd have different bodies. You'd have like firemen oh, and a policeman yeah, and, yeah. and they had different trousers and then they had their heads and yeah. you'd connect them all yeah. up with different things. She's like that, but she's always got it wrong. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, what is it you can buy? You can buy clothes, but you can't buy taste. It's so true. So true. Also, like, I you mean, can also buy a dance this school. is a respiracy, but she, she, for me, it looked like she was referencing that uh, the season three promo look for Rue, the Glamazon look, the kind of the, the gold, C3, like drag C3PO. But then she'd gone like neon to town on it. It just, yeah, it didn't. It didn't matter. But that's very on brand for Alyssa to get a brief and <laughs> yeah. then skew it in the direction of no. Yeah, exactly. Take it to Texas. May I remind you of the yeah. camera dress? The camera dress. <laughs> the camera dress. <laughs> Which wasn't even the dress that is now known as the worst dress ever on Drag Race, no, right? No, no, she wore that was another her, one that by was her, her original series. Another one. That was a, that was that red. That was the red feathered and the patterns and blah blah blah. Oh, Santino Rice proclaimed the worst thing he'd ever seen on Drag Race, and he was out after season four, and it's still not been topped. <laughs> Here we yeah. are. He had, he had to see a mirror on Drag Race, and Alyssa Edwards was still the worst thing he'd ever seen on Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> he spent hours in makeup. Yeah, incredible. I mean, I would say though that for personal trauma. The, you you were more affected. You were triggered this week by Blair Sinclair's runway look because it reminded you of the most traumatic thing you've ever seen on the runway, which was Monet Exchange's <laughs> cat look. Pink Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than the movie Cats. Oh my god, she looked like a like a burnt piggy. Didn't she? <laughs> she looked like a burnt pig, <laughs> like a seared suckling pig. Can I just say the problem with Blair Sinclair is I'm like again you're giving me detox. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The grey look. Everything you've yeah. done is given me a, a, a slightly watered down detox because you don't have this amazing thing that detox has, which is the rage. Yeah. The slight bit of the edge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which comes with, uh, sadly, with lived in experience, I think, doesn't it? Like, uh, have, you, have you watched the World of Wonder uh, documentaries that are on, famously we we do support we pay our five pounds uh but we there is actually some good content on there the world of wonder behind the scenes documentary the one on detox is really good mm. um, is that the, what's it called it's called um uh, work, uh, the, work world. the world 
Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, I just think she, she's, fan- she's fantastic. Fascinating. Yeah, she's fascinating. I can't wait. I can't wait for her to be a lip sync assassin. Ugh. Which she will be. Who, would you, who, are you, who are your picks? Who do you want for lip sync assassin? Oh, my God. Uh, Peppermint. Want to see Peppermint up there? She's amazing. I As would if say... you don't want to see Raven. Oh, Raven. Or... Is she bu- isn't she busy? Or... She's busy. <laughs> Let her out for what a bit. She's been doing Rue's face. Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, let her out in that right. one episode of season nine where they trotted around. She looked very pleased to be there. <laughs> like another guest hadn't turned up. Like, quick, just like you staple some fabric to Rue's face. <laughs> I mean, we'll use the existing medical staples that keep the face from falling. <laughs> from her last face crack. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think we... I would love it if they keep on getting... Uh, I think detox would be amazing. I definitely think... Um, Sasha, the last Sasha, but I don't think Sasha would do it. Yeah. I think they, if they haven't got her, then the plan was, we know Shay's going to basically be in the top for this. Let's yeah. bring Sasha back and make that happen. Sasha versus Shay. Oh, she's oh, at the top of the series. Each other would be beautiful. That would be Especially incredible. because, and it seems like they might be playing towards that because she did, you know, she made it very clear in the opening of the series, that was my worst moment. That was yeah. the moment I saw my dreams disintegrate disintegrate in front of me the like petals falling to the ground bring in Sasha Velour absolutely incredible that would be what I'd like to see again I think you're right I don't think Sasha would do it yeah I don't think we've spoken sorry just because she's the winner I want to give her most airtime Shay's the the viewpoint that came attached with the skin you're in as well it was just again a fully realized statement she had that gorgeous wig on she had the, uh-huh. the the makeup, the necklace, everything about it was so thought out. Thought out. Had a point to it. She even For had free. one boob better, bigger than the other, like a real woman. True. She had what? One boob bigger than the other. Oh, I wouldn't notice. Not my apparatus. Yeah. <laughs> this one is bigger. That one is better. Best viewed together. And I guess that's why they call them Shay's boobs. Thank you. Ah, where's the grant? Where's the grant? Um, so, uh, in terms of, I've, we've got no structure to the way we're talking about all of these, but I don't think it fucking matters because they're just the ones that come up in our, in our minds' palaces. Juju? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Juju, why, why, when I look at a queen on All Stars, am I still thinking she needs a stylist? Yeah, to be fair. Why didn't that dress meet the ground? Mm -hmm. After everything. Yeah. After everything we've been through. And why, even if it had met the ground, did we still look and go, nice dress? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Same with the red boots. with a weak style that we've seen before, but not necessarily executed particularly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to need, like, she's winning for me on the talking heads. Like, I love Boy J- uh, Juju's contributions, but I do need a little bit of an elevation. It's like Monique, Monique Hart. Very like Monique One Hart. of the best narrators we ever had, but, you know, not yeah. one of the best performers or best. And the winner mm. of Von Du, actually, as well. Oh, yeah. Great narrator. Mm. Mayhem. I was 
Because it must be so wonderful to know that you've got someone who's going to leave soon. <laughs> Do you think they're looking at her like cannon fodder? They're yeah. Like any minute now. Save her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like also, why was she? Why, what was her toad about Juju saying that she should leave? Like, have you not understood the rules? Yeah. It pisses me off so much when they get annoyed with each other for voting for voting them off. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Is this the? This isn't Ribble's fucking best friend's race. Good one. <laughs> oh, she said it. Good work. It's almost um, like she thought of that yourself. Uh, really strong. <laughs> I was trying desperately to think of something else to say, but yeah, it you is. said it like you knew it was a shit thing to say. I knew it was a shit thing to say, and I was like, but it is the only thing to say. But it's also Take just Holly. Uh, out of sorry, it. Holly. Something just came for you. Uh, it's, oh, it's this little. Uh, it's a basic white girl card. <laughs> Is a membership to the Basic White Girl Club. <laughs> oh, no. You're now Helen. <laughs> They've revoked my ally card and given me the Karen membership. <laughs> You're going to have to start referring to your jewellery as bling now. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I going to be requesting Beyonce on a night out? Oh, uh, she never yeah. drinks champagne, yeah. only Prosecco. Be sec. <laughs> yeah. Be oh. sec, but with a bit of fruit in it. Yes. Can I have a bit of lemonade? Just take the edge off. Um, I think as well, like, I just wonder why people don't take it as more of a compliment because if you, if it was so unanimously Derek and your Jujubee, who is legitimately a contender for the top, and she votes for you and you alone, even though you're friends and stuff, that to me says, I'm trying to get rid of you, bitch. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. my competition. I don't give a fuck about Derek. He's not going to win. Yeah. Fucking Derek. So if she says <laughs> that to back. you, just like, do the maths, Mayhem, and just go, Oh yeah, actually, like that. I can see why she did that. Not I take this is a personal attack. Why would you do this? We're best friends. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, well, I don't care if we're friends. Because they all together. know. Because by this stage, they all know they have to create narrative. Yeah. But yeah. without what they don't get, which is you don't have to create narrative. Look at Bianca. She just created yeah. amazing excellence. Comebacks. Amazing excellence and comedy. And the only real drama and narrative she was ever part of was things she was responding to that she was like, this is unprofessional and bullshit. Yeah. And, well, that was the negative drama, but there was also, she created a lot of moments in terms of... Like giving a, a door her cinch uh, and yep. stuff like that. that and was... helping... Uh... Trinity. 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 Look, if you need a laugh, if you need a bitch. Yeah, absolutely. If you're stuck in prison, call me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If only she'd given that advice to a couple of other drag race contestants. Whoa. <laughs> um, actually, India's just come up. With, we're having and running in the background the the challenge. India in the challenge, her proportions were very strange. Did you see when she had like that huge? Her the thigh looked really weird. It looked like she'd padded. Yes. But it looked a bit like a sort of like. She'd welded a ham or something to her leg. It was very odd. I think, look, here's the thing. I think we um, we all do not know. Look, I don't pad, you know. Mm. I'm just blessed with a naturally up and down rigid figure with a lot of sharp corners. Imagine a flat pack Ikea couch <laughs> with uh, an elbow <laughs> and a neck. Um, so... <laughs> I don't think any of us realise the intricacies of what creating pads for yourself is like. And yeah. not just pads, but pads that move. And she's a big fucking girl. Yeah. 
not huge. She's not huge, but she pa- she has to pad for proportion to make it bigger. Yeah. And I don't think necessarily pads will often be very forgiving on movement. Yes, that's probably what it was, wasn't it? They probably shifted about. And it was a music like, because, yeah. dancing. I mean, but also, look, it's all stars. Shouldn't be doing that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, there is also that argument, isn't there? If there are difficulties involved, they should have been worked part. out by now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I'm just such a kind and forgiving person. You I've got are. such a gentle nature. That's true. <laughs> you do, my love. Never a bad word said. What did the whore! Kill her! Who should rip apart next? What did we think of the yeah. challenge? I, saw, I watched it yeah. three times now and just sort of forgotten about it every time. <laughs> about 30 seconds afterwards, yeah. I'm like, what happened again? Did they but also, the all of them, all of them were dull. The only yeah. joke was "fill up my house." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only joke. Yeah, and it's... credit to India Farrow where it's due. Apparently, I just wasn't really wild about it as a concept. Just make a song about the celebrity bloke you fancy. Yeah, it just seemed a bit. And then some of them didn't really seem to get whether it, they were. That everyone seemed in two minds as they were like. Are we supposed to be choosing someone drag, like someone silly, like Mr. Rogers? Mm, or, or are Hannibal we supposed Lecter. to choose like Hannibal Lecter? Why in All Stars 5 are queens still having the debate of, well, do I do it serious or do I do it funny? Yeah. Who are you? Who, are you? Who, who the fuck are you, Jiggly? When she was like, <laughs> I'm going to do weight loss. And they're like, no, bitch, be funny. Be funny. Talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also then she was hella, hella problematic. <laughs> With her complete like geisha on sand. Oh my That's god. That's not soy sauce in your panties. Oh that was god, so maybe it was better when she was serious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Be serious, be serious. Please be serious. Jiggly. When she's being serious, you get moments like very Saint Tropez as well. Or her performance in pose. <laughs> she's alright in pose. Oh. She didn't have anything to do. She just stands there. <laughs> yeah. Not to chew the scenery because with those teeth that it never survived. <laughs> Speaking of the scenery. Oh yeah. Why did you did you recognise the set they used for that challenge? I think they. What used... do you mean the one that they used for the last season? Yes, thank yeah. you. It was, wasn't it? The, the mirror thing they did. They quite literally the wheeled it thing. out. Yeah, boring. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on, be nice. They whacked a bit of new glitter paper over it. Yes, they it. did. They did. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to scream and... into the mics, but Blair St Clair's pink look has come up again, and it's triggered you again. It's I'm really, so sorry. really triggering for me. It's just Which Monet's her, what, pink what, what, look. What? Blair's pink. Look has reminded him of, of uh, Monet, Monet again. Monet's what, pink pants. What I don't get is pink. when they went. Oh, and in the in the in the untucked, um, uh, they were saying um, Mariah and Alexis Mateo. They're saying, "Oh, yeah, she blended that pink real nice." And pink and Cracker was like, "Yeah, because sometimes it can be crunchy." And I was like, "Did you see it? Yeah. Did <laughs> Did you look at it?" I also had an issue with it in the Untucked Lounge because when they all got together and they were all sat there around the one, I think it was yeah. the Untucked Lounge, they were all sat around on one sofa and they were all in these flesh-coloured outfits apart from Blair. They looked like a burnt zoo. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, ironically, some horrific... come dressed as the beige rainbow. Yes, they did. Beige rainbow. <laughs> uh, you know, Tom, that's what, that's what, the, that's what the forehead contour is called. The beige rainbow? How do you two not know this? So when you're contouring your forehead and you want to bring the the dome, the the, the, the semicircle from your eyebrows to the middle of your forehead mm. is the part you contour the palest. And then the rest of it, you push back with darker shadow. 
So you create the beige rainbow in an arch over your forehead. Oh, oh lovely. Lovely. That's not even something I know from doing drag. That's something I learned from Drag Race, and you two are the super fans. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Heterosexual. <laughs> you should all be sterilized. Slash not watching this program. <laughs> um, Alexis. There's the a flag. Little, are we She's a little bit up. Alexis? How do we feel about her this week? A little bit Alexis. La, 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 la. Uh, <laughs> Again, instead of bam, it's a little blare. <laughs> Not with a bam, but with a whimper. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, uh, she, didn't, uh, she thought she was going to win as well. When she was like, honestly, I thought I was going to be number one. Like, she, was, she was quite what, good. When you, were when you were dressed like a caramel pleather vagine. <laughs> <laughs> what was with this sort of like... The very flat breastplate it illusion. Was, yeah, it wasn't. It was like a Klaus No as opposed <laughs> to a Klaus No me. But also, I think Alexis has the same. Um, she, uh, Alexis and I have a, a similar thing, I think. I think before people jump on this, which is I think Alexis is such a seasoned performer and such a regular performer mm. that she has a face that she does. Yeah, I do this face because I I do shows, bitch. Yeah, and my face isn't the thing that speaks. My shows is so she she's on the same face. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is the same face, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and it's not particularly high drag femme illusion realness. No, is it? No. <laughs> no, it's not. But there is like some people have used makeup to do their makeup, and some people have ground up some bricks and sharpies <laughs> that they found in the prison yard. <laughs> <laughs> like it does feel a bit like I've used toothpaste <laughs> to put on my lashes. <laughs> yeah, it does. It really does. Unlike Michelle's, actually, Michelle Visage is. I love her eye in this in this uh, episode. She's been looking great for about two years now. Yeah, consistently. Yeah. Although I cannot abide. I'm sorry. I cannot abide, and I will not stand by. And watch Michelle Visage turn Watcha Packin into her little mini version of Drag Oprah. Yeah. Has it got worse? Stop I've it. watched it for a couple of seasons. We haven't watched it. It's so bad. It is now. Let's talk about your transformation on Drag Race and how I saw you grow. Because I'm a mother. And I'm, and I'm like, stop it, Michelle. Stop, <laughs> stop it. it now. Talk about the fashions. Talk about the fashions. <laughs> yes, exactly. But then she does... When, when Gigi Good was on and Gigi Good was talking about Dior and Gigi was talking about the 50s, blah, 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 Michelle made an absolute prat of herself. Okay, well, I, I don't follow fashion, but I know what I like and I follow those things I like. And what? just proved herself to not really have the, have the, the scope and the brains about fashion or the love of fashion that Gigi Good has. But she tried to pass herself off as someone who could still be an authority on it. And part of me was like, Michelle, just admit when you're beat. Admit yeah, when right. someone else... Don't try and hold authority mm. over a field. Watch the interview with her and Gigi. It's I'm kind of painful. And, and a lot of her... A lot of her... Um, watch your packings. I'm like, Michelle, some of these queens have been doing it for a long time. Calm down. Yeah, right. But also she wants a, a spin-off. They're, they're creating a spin-off show for her to do something, even if it is a YouTube series or whatever. And mm. they probably just went, well, what can Michelle... 
What are we not already do. talking about, and what can, what Michelle, can Michelle do? do? And it's well, she can't. She can't obviously. Oh, she can't be in a girl group without Madonna sending a cease and desist. <laughs> well, I mean, Ross, because if you look at the regulars, Ross is there for <clears throat> performance stuff because yeah. he's a comedian. Yes. And, I mean, I don't know what cast. Oh, did you? To be honest, but... By the way, on the on the judging panel, when um, uh, obviously it was Michelle, it was Carson, who I absolutely love and who Adore. has not blinked since 1985. <laughs> um, RuPaul and the Valkyrie bisexual. Oh God, her name's gone out of my head. T- uh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Tessa oh, Thompson. Adore fantastic. her. Then I had no idea who there Madison Beer was. No, I had to look her up. She's a musician. Fantastic. Yeah. Came to prominence through Justin Bieber. Tell us all we need to know. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But there was a great moment where Michelle was saying, oh, I don't like your particular look. Oh, fuck. Who was it? Was it maybe Blair? Yes. She was like, I like, I don't see how it meets the theme or something. And then Carson was like, I love it. And then Madison was like, I get it. And I think it's great. And I just wanted the camera to cut to Michelle. <laughs> yeah. Because... It happens so often that Michelle says, I don't like this thing. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the panel resolutely disagrees. Exactly. Well, what was that weird narrative in the last season where she was like, Ugh, fart jokes uh, to um, Rock'em Soccer? And it's Rock'em. Like, all you do is fart jokes and jokes about how you know RuPaul from the 80s. Like, what? That and is jokes your about brand. Like, how big your tits are and how hard you used to party and how much you love dick. Yeah. So don't. Exactly. Don't if you're come... making dicks about the entrance, you better make jokes about the exit. Exactly. Exactly. That'll be on your gravestone. <laughs> a dick joke about the exit would be a great thing to have on your tombstone. Uh, so that's all the queens. How would we rate this ep out of 10 <laughs> stars? 10 possible stars to, be, to give it. What would we give it? She had time to come up with that. Well, first, I know, right? Fuck it. First off, may I just... <laughs> congratulate you on the smoothness with which you're running this podcast episode the presenter that refuses to do any work (laughs) (laughs) oh darling your mic your mic just went on that one it did didn't it it missed that witty comeback I had Just, <laughs> it's because bless her, she does so much work on the scripts for the main apps that whenever we do anything that's a little bit more off the cuff, she's just like, "Ah, oh, we'll just wing it, babe." <laughs> and then when we get there, she's like, bah, 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 bah. Look, and I'm like, "Can I, we do that again?" I think the USP of cock is that we'd be having this conversation anyway. But what about the podcast, yeah. Holly? This is being recorded. <laughs> Holly, can I just ask one question? Mm. As a professional impressionist, how does it feel to know that your husband does a better impression of you than you? (laughs) Uh, Thoroughly, thoroughly uncanny and chilling. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wonderful for the bedroom, though, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Brings an added frisson. There are three of us in this marriage. Two of them are me. (laughs) (laughs) Must make it so easy to come. So the parent trap. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you parent trapped your husband. <laughs> and bear trapped him. Oh, so I think I think any outstanding thoughts about the app, or are we just gonna look forward to it? Why don't we just let it peter out <laughs> and we'll bring the I'm music in? I'm distracted by Tom chewing his own foot off to get out of your apartment. <laughs> 
<laughs> giving him the full misery. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think I think you could probably just bring the theme in now, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll just. I will call that a day. Look, can I say this? <laughs> call it my, a day. My if we're going to be, let's be professional. Let's yeah. be profesh, considering we're all getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, so far, I'm not, I'm not gripped, but I know I'll keep watching yeah. because I'm invested emotionally. Yeah. Um, I think Miss Cracker is going to go through some transformation. Yeah. Or I don't know what that transformation is going to be. Um, she may turn into the Unabomber of drag. <laughs> no? Let's see if she can fit a bomb into a high heel. Uh, ah, the first queen to fully self-immolate on the runway. <laughs> be incredible. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> what has she done? Oh, she threw herself under the tank of RuPaul like some kind of Chenefem square. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, um, what else are we going to get from this format? Shay <laughs> and Juju B for top two. Yeah, one hundred. Um, do you reckon Blair might pull out? Pull out of the bag? Do you no. reckon Blair's going to nah. come out? No, I think she's going to flame out quite soon. Um, I think Mariah's got more to give. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think much though. No. But yeah, I think obviously we're glued to the teat. We're not going anywhere. Absolutely. And but I do, I do think it feels like it's an exercise in let's make sure Shay wins. And I'm here for that happening. But also, you don't need to make sure she's going to win because she's going to win. Mm-hmm. Like I want I want everyone to match up and give her some competition. Well, like Katya did too. Yes, yes, brilliant. Well, you're still the- there, babe. <laughs> there she is. Lovely stuff. Uh, thank you all for listening. And uh, <laughs> thank you for being here, Holly. Thank, thank you. You're very welcome. And uh, we will we will see. <laughs> Go on. Can we make it a part of the thing that, like, I don't know it's being filmed, <laughs> being recorded, because that would make my life much easier. Yeah, why not? Okay. Right now we've got. I mean, that's how your pregnancy is going to go, Holly. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being filled. <laughs> oh. Right, well, Holly's left the room now, so I should probably uh, reveal to you that we do have a Twitter account, which is at Diva Energy. We also have an Instagram account, which is at Big Diva Energy, and you can email us at BigDivaEnergyPod at gmail.com. But if you do message us on any of those platforms, please do not tell Holly this is being recorded. I've just popped back into the room to remind you uh, to mention to the listener I don't know is there about Ribbons PayPal. That's right. Uh, we're going to put Ruben's PayPal in the blurb, the show notes. And if you can, please donate as much as you can. Uh, and even probably even a little bit more to please, a good cause. Please do. Please. please. I want some more. She needs to buy more firewood from Kevin. I'm, I'm literally, do you know what? That, that, when was the last time I bought firewood? It was what, a week ago? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Are you out it's already? freezing in Melbourne. Oh. <gasps> Oh, you have actually got through a fair old bit. I reckon it's about three weeks worth if I really meter it out. <gasps> well, thank you very much, everyone. <laughs> Who I don't know is there. Okay. Bye. Say bye, Ruben. <laughs> Goodbye, bye, my love. Bye. bye. Love you. I think we nailed it. I think so, too. I think we smashed that. 